What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos Podcast. I am your host, Breezy, and welcome to week two. It's Thursday. I'm a happy camper. We get football for the next five days, and I couldn't be happier. I could not be happier. There's a lot of things going on this weekend, so um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited, especially for Sunday, Eagles and 49ers at home in Philly, The link is going to be a madhouse, and I cannot wait to be part of the vibe. So if it's your first time here, thank you for stopping by and giving this show a listen. Um, If you uh, aren't following me already, you can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. Now, we're starting the show off a little bit different today. Um, I'm going to start off with, with betting bad. I'm going to give you my picks for the next five days. And of course, you know, lines can change things like that. So if you, if you like the pick, I suggest putting these in as soon as possible. Um, or like I said before, you run the risk of the lines changing before the game starts. So betting bad is brought to you, uh, specifically with bet us sportsbook. All lines are, by this sports book here and um new users can get 125 percent deposit bonus when you sign up using promo code breezy and by also clicking the link in my bio so check them out bet us sports book one of america's favorite sports book um i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it so without further ado betting bad We are going to go through the NFC East games, of course, with the first one being tonight, Giants and and the the Washington football team. Um, I thought about this and when and when I when I was looking at lines and things yesterday, I. I I kind of am I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the Giants to get this win. Um, I, I just. I picked initially I picked the Giants money line, but I'm kind of having second thoughts about this. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Washington football team minus three. I think that it really comes down to how well their quarterback plays and how well this defense plays. I mean, it's a divisional game, so I think that everything is going to be um a little bit more intense than what we saw in week one with both of these teams. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to change my pick here. I think I'm going to go Washington minus three Thursday night football and uh, get week two rolling for everybody. Um, Of course, Eagles versus Niners in South Philly on Sunday. I am, I I told you guys I wasn't going to bet on the game, but obviously I have to give you my pick for it. And obviously I'm going to go with the Eagles. (laughs) I'm going to go with the Eagles money line here. Um, and, you know, we'll get into the preview and, and all of that good stuff after these picks. So Sunday, Eagles versus Niners. I'm taking the Eagles money line. And then we have then we have the sad Cowboys versus the Chargers. And obviously, it's fade the Cowboys a 1,000% this year. And I'm going with the Chargers money line. Um, I think they are, I, I, honestly, the Cowboys have lost way too many players in the last five days. And, you know, one of their best uh, defensive players, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, just had surgery on his foot. So he's out. 
you know, you're you're missing people in on your offense. You're missing people on the defense. It's it's just it's an all around shit show for the Cowboys right now. So I don't think that they have enough to get this win against the Chargers. So I think that uh, Justin Herbert comes out and he demolishes them <laughs> in uh, in you know Chargers fashion, obviously. And I'm going with the Chargers money line on Sunday or. What you can do is you can bet the um, the win margin. You could probably find a um, a better a better line with that. the The money line for the Chargers win is minus one sixty five. But if you change it and do a win margin, um, which is how many points you think that they will win by, you could probably find a, a plus plus one twenty plus two hundred kind of kind of line there. So. Um, you know, take a look at that and see, you know, see what you guys can find. I'll I'll be looking. So I'll probably got I'll probably give you an update via Twitter on what I can find with the win margin for that game. So NFC East Giants money line or I'm sorry. Wow. Goodness. Washington football team minus three Eagles money line and uh, Chargers money line for the NFC East games. Then you have the rest of the NFL Bills versus Dolphins. I really like this matchup. Because I think these the two quarterbacks are going to be um, they're they're going to be wild. So I'm going with the over 47 and a half points for the Bills and Dolphins game. Um, Houston Texans versus the Broncos. I feel like the Broncos kind of had an easy game week one, but I don't know if they're ready <laughs> for the Texans. That kind of routed their week one opponent so I mean I'm I'm actually I'm I'm going with the Texans here I'm gonna take the Texans plus 12 and a half versus the Broncos I think they're able to keep up they may win the game um but they're definitely not gonna lose by more than you know by more than 12 points I I I don't I don't see that happening um but you know I could be wrong it's betting whatever um and then you have the Panthers in the Saints game I think this is gonna be a tale of defenses um, so I'm going to go with the under of 45 points for this game. I think it's going to be very low scoring simply because, like I said, the defenses are going to be playing out of their minds. And I don't know that the offenses are going to generate enough points to get up over that point total. So Panthers and Saints under 45 points for their game. And... All right, so we're going to do a little bit of breezy sprinkles. Um, and these are <laughs> these are a little um a little wild. I don't want to say wild, but whatever. Um they're you know, they're worth a sprinkle. It's very possible that these things can happen. So, um my three sprinkles are the LA Raiders versus the Steelers. I'm taking the LA Raiders money line plus 210 versus the Steelers. I think that um, you know, the Raiders played out of their minds against the Ravens and te- like won the game twice. If, if you remember that game, it was, it was extremely crazy during that fourth quarter. So, um, I'm, I think they keep that momentum going and I think they go, I think, I think that they, they take advantage of the Steelers and, and they win that game. Um, again, you know, Texans, and uh I'm sorry wow why did I say the Broncos the Texans are playing the Browns I am so sorry about that um Texans versus the Browns 
plus 12 and a half. And then for my sprinkle, it's going to be the Texans money line versus the Browns, which is plus 450 um, on Bet US Sportsbook. And then I'm going to take the Panthers money line versus the Saints at plus 165. We haven't seen enough Jameis Winston against good, good teams um, or even, a, you know, versus a good defense um, to see if he can to see if he can be consecutive in his energy and his wins and things like that. So it's very possible that the Panthers come out with a win in this one. Um, but the Panthers money line is plus 165 on Bet US Sportsbook. So those are my sprinkles for right now. And then Last but not least, we're going to jump into some college football. I only have three picks because there's a lot, a lot to watch, and I'm a little iffy on a lot of these games. Um, of course, I'm going to I'm gonna start off with Coastal Carolina um, versus Buffalo, and I'm going to go with the over 57.5 points. Coastal Carolina, you guys know, has been playing out of their minds and they have covered the over in both of their first in in both of their first two games um so far this year so I don't think that going against Buffalo is going to change any of that um so like I said Coastal Carolina versus Buffalo over 57 and a half points um I'm gonna take Nebraska plus 22 and a half versus Oklahoma um I think that's gonna be a really good game and I think Nebraska is going to be able to keep up with Oklahoma but again you never know because you don't know what you're going to get um, but I'm still going to rock with uh, Nebraska plus 22 and a half points uh, versus Oklahoma and then I like the Northwestern and Duke game I'm going to go with the under of 50 points I don't see either one of these teams scoring that much but it also could be one-sided so I think I'm going to I'm going to stay with the under 50 points for that game and, you know, see where it goes. So now that betting bad is done, brought to you by BetUS Sportsbook, America's favorite sportsbook. And uh, we're going to jump right into this 49ers Eagles preview for Sunday's 1 p.m. game in South Philadelphia. We're going to start with the offense, the Eagles offense versus this. Uh, San Francisco defense. Some of the things that I've no that I noticed in the game against the Falcons is that there were it it was very it, it was very balanced and and I talked about this in the post game pod from that game. There were a lot of things that this offense did really well, but they also played against a pretty bad defense in the Falcons. They're going to get a, a good matchup within this 49ers defense this Sunday. So the first thing that the offense needs to um, continue to uh, be great at is protection of Jalen Hurts and these running backs. That's really the only way, or not, I don't want to say the only way, but that's one of the main reasons why I think that the Eagles will win this game is because the the protection is going to be immaculate. Um, the 49ers defense does get to the quarterback a lot. They got to Jared Goff. They had nine quarterback hits on him. And we could say that, oh, maybe their O-line wasn't that great, blah, 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 whatever. But games are won in the trenches, offensive lines and defensive lines. If your defensive line is getting to the quarterback that much during a game, that means your offensive line is not doing their part. So 
I think that that's going to be a great, great, great matchup for this uh, Eagles offensive line to see what, you know, for us to see what they really have. Um, You know, as far as I know, everyone is healthy. Everyone is going to be back and, um, you know, they're going to have their hands full, especially, you know, with Nick Bosa coming off the edge. Um, depending on what side he lines up, either Lane Johnson is going to have to take care of him or Jordan Maialata is going to have to take care of him. But I have a lot of faith in both of those guys that they'll be able to handle Nick Bosa. I mean, how many players are going up against a Jordan Maialata? Not many. So um, I'll keep I'll keep my faith in 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 my uh, my my Jordan Maialatas and my Lane Johnsons of the offensive line. Also staying disciplined. We saw a lot of false starts and holding penalties and just like stupid things in in week one with the offensive line. And like I said before, um, I I don't recall hearing Lane Johnson's name almost ever until I heard it last week with like holding calls and things like that. I thought it was absolutely absurd. So Staying disciplined with that offensive line, and I'm pretty sure they worked on it this week during practice. So staying disciplined and not getting those petty uh, calls and those petty penalties to put your offensive or put the offense in a bad position, those things need to be worked on because this 49ers defense will take advantage of that. The second thing is to keep the playbook balanced. We saw last week there was a a very good mix of the pass game and the run game, and we saw Miles Sanders thrive. We saw Jalen Hurts scramble and run, and everything everything just worked. That still needs to be done this week. We need to see a, a balanced Eagles offense. We need to see a balanced playbook, play calling by Nick Sirianni, and and get the job done. You know, the Lions managed to get over 100 rushing yards and and golf through for 338 yards and three touchdowns. That is 1,000% in our realm of things that we're able to do as a team. So I think as long as, as, long as Nick Sirianni keeps that playbook balanced and the players are executing these plays, it's enough for us to win this game. The second... And I need to, I need to put a lot of emphasis on this. Just because you are you are doing your first home game does not mean you need to get cute. Let's not get cute with the play calling, okay? We don't need to see all of the razzle dazzle and all of that stuff. Just stay consistent with the the regular play calls. You know, if we see a little a little razzle dazzle here and there, that's fine. But don't get like don't get crazy okay we don't need we don't need anything messing up the good vibe that we're gonna all be in come Sunday we don't because they know that we will boo them off of the field fairly quickly so Mr. Coach Sick or wow (laughs) Coach Sirianni don't get cute just just stay just just do what you do what you came to do win the game don't get super fancy just just keep it just keep it consistent that's it that's all i'm asking for um you know we don't we don't need people or players looking for you know looking to be on their next highlight reel and and all of that stuff we don't need that we don't need, just stick to the game plan you know um and and go from there 
you know? So switching to the other side of the ball, this 49ers offense versus this Eagles defense, um, the Eagles defense has to prepare for potentially two quarterbacks taking, um, taking position under center this week with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. And, uh, I believe last week, um, I don't know how many times Trey Lance was in the game, um, but he did throw for a touchdown. I think it was like five yards or something like that. But, you know, he's he's able to make an impact when he is on the field as well. So planning for two quarterbacks potentially is something that can be difficult for a defense, but I don't think it's going to be difficult for this defense. And I say that because... John Gannon seems to be very, very um, headstrong on keeping everybody fresh. And he said in, I believe I believe it was earlier this week, one of his press conferences, um, he said that everyone who was dressed, I think minus one person on defense, played at least two defensive snaps. And that to me is like, I, I feel like that's absolutely incredible. So you have all of these players rotating in and out of the game. Everybody's getting play time. You know, everybody is is able to, you know, to get on the field, get those snaps, see what it's like to be on the field and, you know, do their thing. So I think, you know, I think for, for this defense, I think this is, I don't, it's not necessarily easy, but I think it's very um, it's it's a situation that's manageable for them. But the Eagles defense has a lot of issues with tackling. We didn't see it a whole lot during the preseason because there weren't very many starters playing, but we saw a lot of it last week versus the Falcons. And the Falcons did not have George Kittle. The Falcons did not have Debo Samuels. <laughs> like... I mean, they had they had Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, and both of them were shut down fairly easily. But those two players are nowhere close to what we saw Debo Samuel's and and George Kittle do last week. So this defense is going to have their hands full if they do not tackle effectively, and we'll see it in the first defensive series. We will 100% see if they are able to take what they messed up last week and correct it this week, which is the one of the biggest things was tackling. The, the Eagles defense has to start very fast in this game. I, I like when they are aggressive from the coin toss to the time that the clock says 0 0 0. That's the defense that I want to see on Sunday. Because if they don't start fast, this 49ers offense is going to run all over our defense. And it's it's not going to be pretty at all. So they they need to obviously, you know, they need to start fast. Um they got ran over in the first half of the Falcons game and that was embarrassing to say the least. Um, and then the, you know, the 49ers against the lions last week, they ran for 131 yards. So it's very easy to 
I don't want to say run on this defense, but it's fairly easy to run the ball um, with the two offensive that uh, with the Falcons offense that we saw last week. And then with the 49ers offense that we saw last week as well. But making sure that the run defense is top tier, especially when there's so much um, stock in our defensive line. That needs to be a priority. They have to stop the run. I'm not I'm not so much worried about the secondary anymore because we have Darius Slay and Steven Nelson back there. But, you know, tackling in the secondary needs to be improved. And then this run defense needs to be improved. The 49ers should not have over 100 rushing yards on Sunday. They should not. I mean, it's very possible that they do, but they, they really shouldn't. They really shouldn't. If if the players took practice seriously this week, they would have worked on their run defense. So we'll see. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Um, key players that the Eagles defense needs to watch out for. And I mentioned a few of these people earlier, but um, Elijah Mitchell or Eli Mitchell, who is the running back that took over for... Uh, uh, the injured running back, Mosert, um, he had 104 rushing yards by himself. That is insane. That is absolutely, they have to shut this kid down. You know, he's very good, obviously, but he needs to be contained. He needs to be contained. And that's why I said the Eagles defense needs to get off to a hot start. Because if they don't, this kid is going to run all over them. Unless they make certain adjustments throughout the game and at halftime. And then you have George Kittle, tight end. Everybody knows he's probably the second, I would say, you know, after, um, uh, my gosh, (laughs) after Kelsey, it would be George Kittle as, as, you know, top one and a half tight ends in the league. Um, you know, he needs to be contained as well. He had 78, uh, receiving yards last week versus the lions. And still, to me, that's that's too much. That's too much. This Eagles defense shut down Kyle Pitts. You know, I mean, obviously Kyle Pitts is not George Kittle, but at the same time, like he's still a very effective tight end. And I think that the Eagles defense has the players to shut him down. But it's it all comes down to execution, tackling, being in the right place at the right time, and play calling. So George Kittle, tight end, a player that this Eagles defense needs to watch. And then you have Debo Samuels. This man by himself had almost 200 receiving yards uh, last week. That is absolutely insane. He's a yak god, okay? Everything that we want our receivers to be, that is Debo. That was Debo Samuels last week. That was him last week. He goes up, he gets those contested balls, and then he's a, a he's a yak god. Yards after the catch if you don't know what a yak is. But I think that, you know, this is where tackling comes into play. If you don't get him down as soon as he gets the ball, he's going to get 8, 10, 12 yards after the catch if you don't get him down. And I think that he could be he could give this defense hell on Sunday if they don't get him contained. So 
it's you know it, it it's it's imperative that they keep him under wraps they they you know they keep everything in front of them they don't let him get past them and if they do they need to take him down at the spot that he catches the ball because like i said if they don't that's that's another 10 or 12 yards on top of wherever he caught the ball in the game it, it's gonna be insane so i i would really like to see you know Debo under 100 receiving yards I don't know if that's possible but if he if they do shut him down under 100 receiving yards is pretty is 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 pretty good in my book you know as long as George or uh George Kittle doesn't get over 100 yards and um and Eli Mitchell doesn't get over 100 rushing yards and then I'm I'm good I'm good I can see that the defense did pretty well and then you have turnovers you saw the Eagles defense really come alive in the second half of the Falcons game. And then you had three sacks within like, God, like three or four, uh, three or four snaps in the fourth quarter of that game. I want to see that throughout the entire game on Sunday. I want to see this Eagles defense force the ball out, get interceptions, turn the ball over, punch the ball, something I feel like the linebackers in the Falcons game were irrelevant. So I need them to become irrelevant or relevant again. Alex Singleton, I need to hear your name more than anything on Sunday. I do. I need to. I need to see you tackling people. I need to see you wreck havoc out there. We need it. We 100% need these linebackers to step up because if we don't, game is out of reach I think it might be uh, I even think it might be low scoring honestly especially if these defenses um play at 100 110 percent it might be low scoring like you know maybe something like gosh maybe you know 2017 or uh 14 to 17 like something like that I think it'll be very low scoring I don't think either of these teams get into the 30s um you know maybe maybe 24 21 something like that is more reasonable but I don't think either team gets into the 30s like they did in the first game of the season so making sure that the offense stays balanced protecting uh Jalen Hurts at all costs okay at all costs do not let this man get sacked I don't want to see it because I'll start yelling at people and cursing people out at the game (laughs) um and then the defense starting fast making sure that they're tackling correctly not falling not falling victim to the petty and uh you know unreasonable um calls and penalties and things like that stay disciplined start fast stay disciplined you know sticking to these key players and keeping them in check and I think the Eagles have a very good chance to win this game very good chance and then also praying to the football gods that nobody on this Eagles team gets injured on Sunday so there we have it people preview pod 49ers at Eagles 1 p.m. on Sunday is officially in the books. Then you have Betting Bad brought to you by BetUS Sportsbook. 
go sign up. Use the link in my bio. 125% deposit bonus when you use promo code BREEZY when you sign up. So, anyone who is going to the game on Sunday, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I will be there. Come tailgate. You know, you don't have to be there for any specific, you know, purpose. You don't even have to be going to the game. Just come hang out with your Eagles family. Come hang out. Relax. Chill. You know, maybe hit Xfinity for the game or something like that. But... You know, that place is going to be lit from the time that the parking lot's open to the time that the game is over and some. It is going to be a straight vibe and I cannot wait. I cannot. I've been so excited. I've been excited for this for the last like month and a half. I've been so excited to get around my family and just vibe. Like it's it's going to be it's going to be a movie. Like, is that, is that what the kids say? It's going to be a movie. It's going to be a vibe. If you're not there, you are missing out. Uh, you're missing out. It's going to be one hell of a game. First home game of the season. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, really quick, going back over betting bad, NFC East, you have Washington minus three, Chargers minus, or I'm sorry, Chargers money line, Eagles money line, uh, Bills and Dolphins over 47 and a half points, Houston Texans versus the Browns plus 12 and a half points, and Panthers versus Saints under 45 points, NCAA football, Coastal Carolina versus Buffalo over 57 and a half points, Nebraska versus Oklahoma. I have Nebraska plus 22 and a half. And then you have Northwestern and Duke under 40 or I'm sorry, under 50 points. That's betting bad. This is your host Breezy. And I will see a lot of you on Sunday. Let's tailgate. Let's win this game. And until next time, everybody, peace and love. Fly, Eagles, fly.